conversations about yesterday's animation. Animations. Saturday morning cartoon fair. Days past two Ghostbusters, Transformers, DuckTales, Days, 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 It's not a particularly deep show, so you will like us. I dealt with your asses for too long. You turn me evil. No, you are already that way. Don't blame me. Days past Hello and welcome back. Yeah, baby. To the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. We have returned. Yes. Uh, a short break. It's over. Hibernation done. done All for my now. fat is stored up. Uh-huh. I've been eating nothing but acorns. Yes, and berries. A couple safe berries. <laughs> Only safe. <laughs> yes. I mean, there are bad berries, but it yes. seems that more berries are poisonous than I, edible. I think so. In the world. Yeah, from what my computer tells me, yes. We're back, and we're back with a brand new mission. Not a brand new invention like <laughs> vanilla ice. <laughs> We're back with a brand new mission because we are we are so close to that 100 episode mark. We have so much fun covering new tunes. Yeah. We will be covering only tunes we've never covered before. Oh, yeah. New tunes. Yeah. Not new, you know, in time, but new to us. <laughs> yeah. From here at least through episode 100. Ooh, big 100. That's a DPTC guarantee to you and yours, listeners. Yeah. So please hang out. You don't know what's coming up. Mm-mm. We do. Yeah. And it's going to be good. <laughs> Uh, If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Hello. Maybe it is, because today we're talking about an entire franchise, really. Yeah. It's a little bit different. We're back from break, so maybe you're joining us again after having been without a TuneCast for a while. Yeah. Apologies. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. But hey, guess what? We're going to make up for it today, because we are here to talk about not just- Pop culture. At large. I mean, yes. hugely pop culture. Yeah. We're talking about a cartoon, but we're talking about two cartoons. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a dynasty. Yeah. A supersonic dynasty. Uh, yeah. Urkel. Urkel's here. <laughs> yeah, he is. So we've got ABC tied into this. Yeah. We've got Sega tied into this. Yeah. This is Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic. Sonic. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. He's got a movie in the theaters right now. Yeah, he does. And I have not seen it. Uh, <laughs> it should have come out sooner, but they had to go back to the drawing board, literally, right. and redesign it. <laughs> I've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer. I have not seen the trailer. I've just seen stills of the before and after. Oh, yeah. Trailer's what, out there, buddy. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did not watch it just, <laughs> <laughs> just out of belief that it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's funny because it's like, I think Sonic's great. I played Sonic as a kid. We'll get into all that in a little bit. Yep. But mm-hmm. it's not like on a list of things that I was just waiting for them to do a live at. <laughs> Action adaption no, of not this, at all. This, this, not a, at all. this is a blue super. Fa- <laughs> this is the Flash if he was a blue cartoon animal, and they have decided to make it into a CGI uh-huh. live action thing. I mean, hey, more power to it, man. I, I I'm not against seeing it in the theater, but I wasn't just waiting around for this. So. No, I, I I didn't know this was on anyone's mind. <laughs> it was a thing that has to get made, but uh, it's out there right now. And love is in the air. It's February, so we we love Sonic. Yeah, and yeah. maybe in a more general way, Travis, you and I, we're Sega boys. I'm a total Sega boy. B-O-I-Z. Sega! Sega! We both made the mistake of having a Sega Genesis instead uh, of a Super Nintendo. Uh-huh. And so we we experience culture a little bit differently yeah. than probably, I don't know how what percentage of the population had Genesis's. I feel like a smaller, a much I'm, smaller pop. I don't know, but it was cheaper though, like by 50 bucks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you, you could either be an, a Nintendo dude. 
or a Sega boy. It's funny because you would think we would get the dude because the Sega had the dude, uh-huh. but no, we were Sega boys, we're Sega boys through and through. Yep, that, mm-hmm. that was like a, a poem that I just said. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> it no, rhymed liked it. internally yeah. and everything. <laughs> so if you are someone, if you're currently in your thirties. And probably through your your late 20s right yeah. now, mm-hmm. then you probably grew up through this, this whole thing we're about to talk about. Uh-huh. And if you're younger than that, I bet you still know who Sonic the Hedgehog is because he shows up in Nintendo games now. Because he's, he's still doing his damn thing. Yeah, even though Sega has fallen low. Oh, they, they? Well, they don't make platforms anymore or consoles, but they make games. And so like Sonic hangs out with Mario now. Mario mm-hmm. won the mascot, video game mascot arms race that was going on in the <laughs> 90s, ultimately, because he still has his own his own shit and Sonic has to appear in his games. Uh-huh. Yeah. Half the time. Uh, but you will be walking down nostalgia lane with us today. Now, we will be getting to the cartoons okay. yep. uh, soon enough that are based on this, but there's just too much meat there, too much memories to not talk about. The two cartoons we'll be talking about are The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. and that title minus The Adventures of mm-hmm. just Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> semicolon. Yeah. Hyphen. Ellipsis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Travis. As my Sega brother. Yes. My Sega boy. Yes, Sega brother. Tell me your experiences with Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, um, as we both know, when you bought a Sega console, Sonic came with it. Yes. So you really had no choice but to become a Sonic fan because that was your first, that was everyone's first real game that they played on that probably. The same way that Mario came with Nintendo. Correct. Yes. So I definitely uh, never made it past the first level probably because <laughs> I'm horrible at, I forget. All, at all video games. Yes. But man, did I play that first level non-stop. It's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. What about uh, yours, bud? Uh, well, I had a similar experience. Um, I had uh, Genesis mm-hmm. and I, I chose that because of Sonic, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there was this whole marketing, you know, it's been talked about quite a bit at this point, but there was this huge marketing uh, surge at the time because Super Nintendo was out. Sega was making the, the Genesis. It was sold cheaper and it was supposedly faster. Like they both said that they did things well, but differently. Mm-hmm. And Genesis said, okay, or I guess Sega said, <laughs> we're going to package our shit as hip, cool, and fast. So yeah. we've got this fast character, Sonic the Hedgehog, who runs super fucking fast, and that's what we're going to point to in all of our commercials. Check this out. Brand new 16-bit Super Nintendo with Super Mario World. Wow! What's this one? Oh, this is a Sonic the Hedgehog. Wow, Sonic's fast, too. No, over here. I like Genesis, and it costs a lot less. Sonic the Hedgehog. More action, more speed. Let's Sega Genesis. It's a whole lot more for less. I remember arguing at school, knowing... I still know nothing about the technology, even in the consoles that were out when I was a child, <laughs> right, right. let alone now. But as a child, I was arguing with people at school, like why Sonic or why why the Genesis was better. Uh-huh, yeah. About like, no, it has this processor that do- makes you go really fast. Have you seen the gun that comes with it? It's way better than the Duck Hunt gum. <laughs> so I think I felt victim to that because I asked for the Genesis, did uh-huh. not ask for the Super Nintendo, even though I'd had an NES. Yes, yeah, S- Sega was pizza. It, it was cool. It was rad. They dude. told us this. Yes. That that's that's where I arrived going back over this uh-huh. stuff. I was like, oh, they just told us this stuff had an attitude. It didn't really have all that much attitude all the time. It no. just Sonic uh-huh. is such a simple game that it is only by virtue of telling us that he has an attitude. Literally, they do that in one of the theme songs uh-huh. that you would ever associate him with tudeness. Right. Like it's just a silent game. Like he doesn't talk in the game. He uh-huh. just runs and has like <laughs> it's the way that his eyes are kind of cockeyed and he has a little grin that at all communicate his shoes to you. And the shoes. I got this Genesis, and I want to say I got it around the time that Sonic 2 came out. Uh-huh. That's when Tails, or I'm sorry, Miles Tails, in quotes, Prower, 
I don't, I don't know why this fox with two tails gets a full human name, but his nickname is Tails because he mm-hmm. has two tails. Tails could be the two player, right? He yeah. he could kind of fly around and help you out. Get yes. Some... And if you played one player, he would just run around uh, you mm-hmm. and do some random things that are somewhat helpful. But he just died a lot otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> but the story of Sonic goes back to 19 Olden days. Yeah. 1991. <laughs> Ike Rumba, George George Bush <laughs> was in the office. Sonic came about because Sega needed a mascot to compete with Mario. Mm-hmm. This ultimately led to things like Crash Bandicoot and all these crazy, every animal character could be a mascot. Will this work? Uh-huh. Is what they kept asking. Like, they just kept throwing animals at us. Let's throw this wet noodle against the wall. Let's yeah, see what sticks. And see yeah. what happens. Well, I mean, they really did it, especially with the, like, tood-filled animals. Mm-hmm. My favorite one was a game called Awesome Possum Kicks Dr. Machino's Butt. Do you remember this? Uh-uh, oh, no. man. Oh. Awesome, awesome, kicks Dr. Machine, butt. I'm awesome. Oh, it's wow. ridiculous, yes. Not only was it you had to have someone like PlayStation had Crash Bandicoot, but you also had to have tooted ones, <laughs> you know, attituded yeah. ones. P- yeah, eating pizza and chili dogs. Something, yeah. yes, yeah, mm-hmm. something that, uh, you have to have a favorite fast food uh-huh. that you always want, yep. and you have to have something that says you are about 1% more rebellious than everybody else. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> so Sonic had that. He was created... Basically, they said, hey, we're going to do a contest to create a new mascot Mm -hmm. artist set Sega. And this blue hedgehog is the one that won. And that sealed our fate for having like C-list animals as mascots for a long time. Like you couldn't just have a cat or a dog. You Mm -hmm. had to have something that was strange. But that won the day. And I I guess they knew they wanted to do something fast and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, edgier. And he's all spiky. So that makes sense. (laughs) But this I. I still don't understand what I'm about to tell you. Okay. And I may not after either. I love it. Let's let's jump into this. But they are words, so it's not just (laughs) gobbledygook quite. Sega said to sell the game in America, to give it more Western appeal, they came up with with a backstory, not in the game, but of the game. Like, how did this game, Sonic the Hedgehog by Sega, get inspired? Okay. Uh (laughs) The story went... That a 1940s pilot nicknamed Hedgehog with a jacket embroidered with a hedgehog married a children's author who wrote a story about a hedgehog based on her husband, the pilot. And that story was the basis for the game Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> what the? I, that F- sounds like a conspiracy theory. What? You just blew my brain. What does out. this even mean? Why? Who? I never heard that as a kid. No. So it didn't seem to make it very far. What was that for? Exactly. Well, is this how you sell it to like investors? It's like, well, you know, we we got this widow of a pilot to write a story and we based a game on it. Oh my gosh. But none of that's not even in the game's lore. That is just that's it's crazy. That's too much, but <laughs> I like it. It's crazy. There are some other stories that Sega has circulated about Sonic's origin. Uh-huh. Like I which are just they're not quite as crazy as that, but one is that he learned his ability from forest animals which like who which forest animals are teaching him to run fast but the one that I loved is that he lived with a hedgehog family under a place called Hardly Nebraska oh my which gosh. I don't know if that's real but Hardly Nebraska and joined the local track team <laughs> And I gotta ask, why are there so many differing stories? Like, these are competing stories. This is a lot of disinformation uh-huh. being disseminated by Sega. They're, they're mud in the water. What but... are they hiding? Yeah. What is Sonic hiding? Is it him that's causing this, or is it Sega? Are they the umbrella? What is his real past that's is right. my question. I, I think we're gonna... I don't... I, frankly, 
this is a case where I want to keep my head in the sand and I don't want to find out okay. what Sonic's been up to that we're trying to hide. Yeah. I'm afraid. I'm very <laughs> look, look afraid. Look over here. Look over here. Now, comparing, <laughs> comparing him with Mario, now we have, you know, voice actors. We have write, a whole writing teams, depending on what it is, of course. But, like, you know, we, we take it very seriously and the technology has developed and therefore the production behind it has developed. Yeah. But back in 1991, Super Mario World and Sonic the Hedgehog, these are competitors. Yeah. Like, they... They don't have stories exactly. They have they have concepts that are only available to you if you read the back of the, the case of uh-huh, the game yeah. or the instruction booklet, and that's right. where you know what's going on. Like <laughs> that's the only way you know that Mario is in a new place called whatever land, and that's why there are Yoshi's there. But otherwise, you're like, hey, I'm just gonna start running around and jumping on things. But that means that the characters don't have any attitude beyond whatever animations they have on screen. Yeah, very limited. And so when they're saying that Sega is like fast and Mario's plotting and it was like uh, political attack ads. Uh-huh. Like it's like Mario says he's hip. Fact. Mario is a middle-aged Italian plumber. He's not jumping in those tubes. He's falling. Yes, he's geriatric. He's not telling you. What isn't Nintendo telling you? <laughs> That's the way they would frame it. But the again, the only way you can tell Sonic has more attitude than him is the way he leans in a little bit and kind of gives you this look like hey right mm-hmm. and that the fact that if you stand still in the game for too long he's like come on he starts checking his oh. watch and tapping his foot because he's he's impatient which means he's cool yeah yeah that's yeah. <laughs> he's kind of an asshole he's kind of an asshole which means he's cool he's really pretty vanilla mm-hmm. when you start when you look back on it like how did this guy how is this guy the dangerous alternative mm-hmm. that's ahead of the he stories was, out there yeah, i guess yes yeah that's that's the thing is that it's they the mystery was, they're like dude he's so boring we gotta jazz this shit up isn't that having people said sometimes rappers do that where they'll like say that they got, got like, shot yes <laughs> yes this that's, that's what, what sonic, sonic is doing yes. yes it's bad enough that sega genesis has the most 16-bit games but this new sonic the hedgehog oh he really got my doilies his attitude smarty pants why can't it be more like that nice one mario mario seems like your corny uncle mm-hmm. okay yeah and sonic seems like your cousin who still quotes the water boy mm-hmm. D- completely harmless <laughs> and a little sad but they think that they have a tude yeah and look i know tude when i see it and they oh, just yeah, don't got do. it but yeah. that's like i would i know who i'd rather spend time with mm-hmm. i'd rather hang out with my corny I'll uncle fix, i'll fix a couple toilets yeah i'm fine with that mm-hmm. i'm happy like you're just gonna sit there and, and have a man chat you know <laughs> Man but this, this, yeah, this Sonic, I just, I mean, as a character, mm-hmm. I can't say that I would want to spend time with them. I, I did spend time with them recently on my Switch because yeah, in preparation for this, yeah. I downloaded a Sonic game, a recent Sonic game, and the amount of yelling and cussing coming out of my body <laughs> as I played it. How much cussing? I think it's an illegal amount. Okay. I think I've reached, you I've gone that. beyond the, the the ceiling. And you know it when you do that too. You you feel it. You yeah. look around and you feel ashamed. Yeah. And I did. Mm-hmm. But it, it deserved everything I said to it. I will admit to that. <laughs> so you played Sonic the Hedgehog, the video game, yeah. to, in, in preps for this podcast. I went to random pet stores and played with little hedgehogs really yeah not really but for this <laughs> for this bit i did yes um, accepted yes all right so on the dodo this is that's a little a uh, little website that kind of tells animal right jokes and all that stuff i feel like they shouldn't talk about any animals that seems like they <laughs> they're going against it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that right. might hurt the animal right yeah they kind of did a thing the top 10 uh things that sega got wrong about hedgehogs okay first thing hedgehogs run in short bursts of speeds about four miles per hour <laughs> and to give you an idea like uh, uh jack russell terrier can run about 25 mph holy shit <laughs> so not that fast no very not fast no these short- like 
near <laughs> near sloth levels of movement. Yes. Like we could catch a hedgehog. Easily. Easily. Yeah. I mean, we do. Often that's how they become our pets. <laughs> All right, man. Another one I, I gained from this top 10 list. In nature, foxes eat hedgehogs. So mm. irony is the name of the game. Well, it's like on uh, Rocco's Modern Life, how the... Uh, Oh, the wolves had adopted a character. I don't remember which one. <laughs> I know the wolves adopted the cow, right? Yeah. Heifer. Heifer, Hefferman. yeah. Heifer Hefferman. the cow. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, usually they eat cows, but they adopted mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sweet. All right. Well, uh, so Sonic zips through all these towns, you know, while, while you're playing the video game. Um, real fast. He doesn't really stop to smell the flowers. But a real hedgehog, when they encounter a new smell, they bite and lick whatever is making the odor. <laughs> They, they make a froth with with its saliva what? and spread it through the spitty perfume all over their quills that, in, a, in, in an act called self-anointing. I think that should have become a gameplay element that you can do like a spitty thing, you know, at least to cover people and stuff. <laughs> The world of Sonic the Hedgehog, it's a weird setting because, one, it's a place that seems to be largely made out of loop-de-loops mm-hmm. so that you can, that's, that's most of their architecture. Yeah. But you've got these things called chaos emeralds that you're like, you've got rings instead of coins you're collecting. You've got chaos emeralds, which are something that the bad guy wants. That's a big, powerful object, I uh-huh, guess. Yeah. Your bad guy is Dr. Robotnik, known in Japan as Eggman because <laughs> of the shape of his body. <laughs> And he is the the main the crux of these stories is that he is robotizing animals that he is taking like living cutesy animals from Disney cartoons uh-huh. and pulling their their skeleton out. I guess yeah, filling it with a robot. That seems to be the behind the scenes business that's going on. But the thing is, when you when you defeat an enemy, it is actually an animal inside the robot. And when you destroy the robot, the animal just jumps away. To, Yay! You know, it's everything's fine. But it's kind of I mean, it's a heavy. Well, it's it is. Pretty it's, dark. it's very 90s because it's very environmental. Oh, yeah. You know, and yeah. that gets touched on in these cartoons a little yeah. bit. But I have to come clean speaking of the 90s. OK, what you got? There was a kind of music that was very prominent for a short time. Also in the late 80s. OK, not everybody knows it or knows it by name or knows it by sound necessarily. And when I try to tell people about it, my joke has always been, if you don't know what New Jack Swing is. Just think of Sonic the Hedgehog music and it's New Jack Swing. Okay. That's been a go-to for me. Yeah, to get a little giggle. It's been it's been in the chamber for a while now. Uh-huh. And but I also thought it was true. Yeah. And it's not completely untrue, but okay. I went back and listened to a lot of music. 99% of it is not New Jack Swing. Okay. Uh, so I have to admit that I am I have been wrong on this subject. Yeah. Uh, New Jack Swing, Travis. Do you know what I mean when I say New Jack Swing? Not okay. a gosh darn clue. Because you're gonna you as a Sega boy, especially yeah. growing because it's in there. I, I think yeah, I think I have a I have an idea. You're gonna know the sound of it when you hear it. All right. So a pretty classic one. Yeah. Would be Bell Biv DeVoe. Oh. Poison. Poison. That's an easy, easy example because you've got all these R&B style vocals. Like it's good singing. It's yeah. a lot of harmonizing. Uh, you've got horns in there, but you've also got these drums sound like they're uh, stomp. 
Like they sound like they're hitting trash cans half the time. Oh. Another really good example, and it's it was because it was produced by this producer that basically invented and, and perpetuated this for a few years. Because, I mean, Michael Jackson was did New Jack Swing, or at least was influenced by it. Yeah. And Janet Jackson did it as well. It's like it's something that was in the air for a while. Everyone caught it at some point. It went around. It was a bug that was going around. Another example would be... Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Brown. My prerogative. <laughs> before, <laughs> yes. before I start thinking. Yes, but this this song especially, I feel like it was in Sonic almost. It, <laughs> when I hear it, I'm just like, oh, that's what Sonic sounds like. But I think it's just because of one level uh. that I've <laughs> I've got the music for here. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's that's kind of new Jack Swingy. Yeah. <laughs> That kind of, it swings a lot. You can hear horns playing these things, kind of. Like, it sounds like shit next to what we just heard, but you know what I mean. Like, it's that kind of feel. It's it's a couple mixes away from sounding yeah, like a Yeah, just a couple Brown. mixes. Yeah. yeah, just a couple mixes. Oh, yeah, but it gets nice. Man. There's a cheese factor to, uh, to New Jack Swing that is inherent to video game music, especially in the 16-bit mm-hmm. era. So, uh, but I, I, I had to come clean on air. Because there are a lot of people I've heard with this, again, misinformation uh-huh. in this case. Not intentional, but I was just trying to get a laugh, and, and I did it at the cost of the truth. So, owning up. That's big of you. That's big of Bigger you. than Sonic. He won't own up to anything about his past. Travis, we've got two tunes yeah. on the docket, as we said. Mm-hmm. We've got The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just want to be sure I got it right. And... The weirdest thing about this is that these are two cartoons featuring the same character coming out at the same time. Voiced by the same person. Yes. Only thing separating them were the times of day that they were and and days of the week. And which day, right. Mm -hmm. Because The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog was a first run syndication Mm -hmm. show where it's being sold 65 episodes at a time to a network so that they can show it five days a week after school for a year. Whereas the Sonic the Hedgehog was a Saturday morning once a week. Uh-huh. type of deal yeah and that was more along the lines of your x-men the animated series <laughs> like dramas it was your it was your saturday morning soap opera like someone might get killed in that I, seriously one. as we get into it it's a weird it's a weird choice that they made mm-hmm. with that one so sonic the hedgehog uh the episode we watched was called sonic boom premiered september 25th 1993 and the adventures of sonic the hedgehog was entitled love sick sonic which aired uh september 15th 1993 very close together. Yes. <laughs> Which makes sense. But close. <laughs> Do you need Sonic six times a week? Then we've got the cartoons for you. <laughs> we got the one that wasn't supposed to come out. Yeah. And then we got the one that <laughs> wasn't supposed to come out. We've got the meal that we served first and got <laughs> sent back. And then we've got the, the replacement meal that we made extra special so that you wouldn't call our manager. I love it. It sounds like a clusterfuck behind the scenes yeah. because the stories seem like they're, they're differing slightly. <laughs> and again... How does this keep happening with Sega? They can't get a story straight. Mm-hmm. And when you're a cop and that happens, you just send them right to jail. Yeah, you get locked up for yeah, that Yeah, you get shit. locked up for not getting your story straight. Yeah. One version of the story is that Sega always wanted to do two series mm-hmm. at once and went to ABC and said, here's two series. Uh, differing stories might say ABC said, well, we want 
that darker one, but not the one that's, you know, five days a week or whatever, mm-hmm. or at least not specifically for our whole network, but maybe some of our affiliates will want it. Some versions are that they had just Adventures of Sonic, the cartoonier one that would be running five days a week. And they went to ABC and ABC said, we don't want this. <laughs> so make something better. And then they made Sonic the Hedgehog and they ran it on Saturday mornings. It just seems like, like we already got the other ones. So yeah, well, we yeah, we've already made like 10 of these. So I guess you got to just keep uh, we can sell them on the black market or whatever. It just seems like or it the doesn't blue, or the blue market. Well, it doesn't seem. Either it was a calculated smart move mm-hmm. to like saturate the market with Sonic cartoons. Yeah. I don't know if that was smart because neither of them lasted a hell of a long time. I mean, they, there is a legacy of Sonic cartoons, like the one that was the Saturday morning one, which didn't last all that long. That one did get a follow up again with the same voice actor mm-hmm. that was Sonic Underground. Yeah. So, I mean, there's been a lot of Sonic cartoons, but I think that speaks more to the character and not the uh, the intelligence business smarts behind putting out two cartoons at the same time. <laughs> like I say put all of your resources that you put into these two not great cartoons and make a better one. Yes. <laughs> be my yeah. Suggestion. Make one. Yeah. A uh, little bit of weird trivia. Okay. Okay. This comes, I had to include this, but it comes from IMDb. So that's always, there's not like a source quoted, mm-hmm. but this strikes me as real for the Saturday morning cartoon version, the Sonic the Hedgehog. A lot of the time in cartoon, I didn't, I don't know if this is a convention of uh, animation, but often cartoony characters will get four fingers, really three fingers and a thumb. Not that Uncommon Simpsons does it. Sega of Japan, when they saw this, rejected it after they had already done production on some of these shows Uh and said, what are they, what are you doing? They need five fingers. Yeah. (laughs) So they had to go back. Oh, and the reasoning partly was they said, we're concerned that people will associate it with the Yakuza's history of cutting people's fingers off as a response to them, you know, failing a mission or something like that. Heavens forbid we add more backstory to Sonic. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they have Yakuza or Yakuza uh, dealings. I don't know. But they're concerned. And I get that it's different culturally. Mm-hmm. But as far as they were so concerned with it playing here in America. And it's clearly made for America. I never would have thought of that. I don't think of missing fingers going to the mob. Like, that's not a thing for me. So, but they held up production to go back and change it into five fingers for that purpose as to not be like, they're not, it's not like Sonic has like all these tattoos covering his back. Right. Like that would be questionable. But the fingers, I don't think kids are counting fingers. Since we have two episodes that we watched, yeah. and these are two cartoons that are running concurrently, so that's why we're, we're like, trying something l- l- new. Like sentences. That's right. Like two live sentences. <laughs> we're going to contrast and compare these two tunes. They are quite tonally different. Yes. Uh, the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog like scores an Acme brand anvil on the loony scale. Uh-huh. Like it is quite loony. Yeah. The, the opening has a bunch of mallets that people are hitting each uh-huh. other with. And yep. there's a giant stick of dynamite. So it just feels automatically like you're in Kidsville. <laughs> yeah. But this level of looniness I found for 22 minutes because they told a 22 minute cartoon story. Yes. Too much. It's not sustainable no. for that long no. a time. Uh, it was not particularly funny, Mm-mm. but like to just be jokes, like there's a reason we don't do that with Tiny Tunes or with Looney Tunes. Uh-huh. And it's because people. They tune they out. Will, <laughs> Whereas Saturday morning, which people write down like fans as Satam, Satam, mm. yeah. which I kept reading as Satan. So whenever I would see, see Satan Sonic the Hedgehog, it's yeah. like, I like this, this new hey. Sonic is changing. Yeah. 
the Saturday morning one is like Homeward Bound meets The Matrix, uh-huh. basically. <laughs> and there's like infiltration, so much tunnel hunting. Yeah. So much being hunted by robots and tunnels and <laughs> lots of grays and browns and uh-huh. environmental destruction. It's trying to be a drama. Yes. As far as kids shows goes. So it's quite different from the other ones. all around. Yeah, it just ends on a thing. Like, we struck back at the man, you know, at our enemy, and find out what happens next time. It's, it's like, wait, wait, I think someone died, Will. We had to bury another Sonic Underground character today. The, the tune starts off with Sonic smoking, like, ah, it's yeah. another day. Uh, why do I keep doing this? <laughs> the theme songs. Uh, there's a cartoon legacy for each yes. one. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. They take a little bit from the Sonic theme song, actually mm-hmm. quite a bit, but that's such a short theme song because it's just over in 10 seconds. If you open up the game, yeah. it just goes, bah, 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 and it's over. It's Warner Brothers orchestral. Oh. Like if you're scoring this music to wacky things happening on screen, yeah. which it just makes it a Warner Brothers cartoon, but they keep involving actual classical movements in it, mm-hmm. including you know that one that's da 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 That's called The Hall of the Mountain King by Edvard Grieg. And that's like, that's a famous composition that makes up 80% of the theme song while this crazy shit's happening. I actually, I think it's the better theme song Uh myself. That's my preference. The other theme song for the Saturday morning version is called The Fastest Thing Alive by The Noisy Neighbors. (laughs) That is who is credited with performing that song. Yeah. And I listening to it, knowing that the composer for the show, I believe, actually composed it and mm-hmm. that these noisy neighbors, quote unquote, I, I think this is just another Sega smokescreen. Oh, another backstory. Baby. Well, yes. In this case, I just think it's that the composer had like a dad band that uh-huh. played the, you know, like the local uh, safe bar on yeah. Saturday mornings. And then this is his band performing this very squeaky clean, like, yeah, kind of song. <laughs> Sonic. I mean, again, we are told and sold the idea of him being rebellious. Sonic, he can relay move. Sonic, he's got an attitude. Sonic, he's the fastest thing alive. But it worked at the time. You know it worked at the time. He's the fastest thing alive. Hook, line, and sinker, I was in. Noisy neighbors coming to your local pub. Playing for beers anytime soon. I Man, like, it's very catchy. I'll say yeah. I've sang it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll keep singing it. Yeah. Most of these shows achieve the catchy factor. Uh, it is just corny as He's hell. He's the fastest thing alive, man. Of course, both shows have hedgehogs in them. Yes. Named Sonic. Both of them are played, as we've said, by the same voice actor. Yeah. Jaleel White, uh-huh. known to all of America, even now and forever, sadly for him. As Jaleel White, right? As Jaleel White, the man who is Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> the man who was. Formerly known as the, Urkel. The, the once and future Urkel <laughs> is what he is. It is very interesting to me. Um, th- There is almost no difference between 
his Sonic in one series or another. It's pretty much just him doing his Urkel voice, kind of Midwestern-y hot dogs. Oh, man, I hate swamps. They're full of bugs and junk. Then I do that. I'm no barbecue. I'm fast food. Did I do that? Well, why didn't you offer Breezy a chili dog? Steve Urkel at your service. It's such a weird choice because Urkel was the the nerd of a generation. Yes. And yet they choose him and that voice to play the person who's supposed to be the cool messiah uh-huh. of our generation. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, hey, hey, listen. When he turned into Stefan. There is no Steve here. I'm Stefan, sweet thing. Stefan or Kels. Yeah, but they didn't use a Stefan voice right. for this guy. That's, no, I agree. That man has a range. He can do it. But it's just, all I can hear when he's doing this shit is like, did I run fast? (laughs) (laughs) Which, anytime I try to do an Urkel, I just don't have the voice for it anymore. And I feel like I just sound like a bad George Bush. Man, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I run fast. Did I run fast? (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. You dumbass. I love it. Did I run fast? (laughs) Oh. I needed that. Thank you. So that's about all you need to know about the Sonic voice uh-huh. is that is that Urkel did it, and he does fine. I mean, uh, and, he, and he did do that. He did. Urkel it. did do that. He did it. I, yeah. I bet he showed up as Urkel to do the shit. Probably. He probably yeah. He probably had a really tight schedule. The Sonics are the same pretty much, but the place where there's a lot of difference because it's different voice actors. Yeah. would be with Doctor Robotnik, the big villain Eggman. Yeah. To describe the man, we didn't get into it really earlier, but he's, you know, he's the guy who's turning the animals into, yes. into robos. He is a rotund fella, th- yep. thus the name. He's bald. He he looks like he should sound very jowly because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just big bald man with uh, like a handlebar mustache, yeah, but it straight, goes straight a out. Straight handlebar mustache. Yeah. Yes. Like, very, very bold move. <laughs> yes. Like he has uh, whiskers. Uh-huh. <laughs> that Sonic pulls off in the opening. Uh, oh, does he? Yeah. yeah, I, intro, I, yeah. I missed that detail. And he, Mary paints with him. Man, he's he, yeah, he's the fastest thing alive. Of, yeah, yeah, jack of all trades, man. Yeah. I mean, Eggman, whenever I see him, it's funny because I like both of the performances that get attached to him, but this is a man who, to look at him, his lab should be littered with Taco Bell wrappers. Oh, yeah. And his, his Circuit City shirt is over, like, waiting. <laughs> he didn't even wash it from the last shift. Like, this is the man that I imagine when I think of Robotnik. Good so throwback. He ends up with two uh, good performances. Bravo. On the Sonic the Hedgehog version. <laughs> the Satan version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the serious one, he is played way more seriously by Jim Cummings, uh, voice of Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He is the voice of a thousand villains. Like, we've heard this, this yes kind of voice. He's looking for the princess. A possible double header. Launch the stealth bots. What is this? Snively? Recall them! But he's like petting, is it a robot rabbit? I think so. Yeah, like Dr. Evil or, or <laughs> Blofeld style in the darkness, launching missiles from a computer screen, like with a red button. Like this is the villain as portrayed in Serious Land. And then on the adventure side, <laughs> I, we have my favorite version. Yes, sir. Which is when we are introduced to this main villain, he's laying around in a robe mm-hmm. with a with a Shriner's hat on. <laughs> He ends up wearing a polka dotted boxers and a corset, and he's his plan is to steal water to make a lake named after himself. Yeah. This is how I like. This is why I ultimately prefer the adventure series. A little more lighthearted. A 
little. Yeah. yeah, he's not he's not launching WMDs. Yeah, he's in he, this. Yeah, he's not maiming animals. Who is this? God, it's working. My sneaky, devious, underhanded scheme is working. Now that Breezy has diverted Sonic to the far reaches of the planet, it's time to launch the second part of my terrible plan. Travis, can you roll your R's? No. Okay. Neither can I. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I just, I, 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 yeah. I'm going some more of this. Okay. I have to say, I, I really enjoy this, per, this wacky performance of this character. He rolls his R's mm-hmm. to a degree and with a frequency that is violence on people <laughs> that cannot roll their R's. Yeah. He is rolling his R's like someone who just learned how to do it. Yes. And as someone who cannot roll his R's, I feel like he is slapping me in the face every time he does it. <laughs> and I feel that way of, of anybody who does that. Yeah. You guys need to look out for the rest of us. Who can't do that. Who can't do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, be respectful. Cool it. <laughs> Fucking cool it. I already feel bad. I already feel bad enough not rolling my R's. <laughs> now, I mean, I, I love to try to speak Spanish, but, you know, I'm never going to really speak it. Yeah. Can't roll my R's. <laughs> Just can't. Ruffles have ridges. Ruffles have ranch. Ruffles have ranch ridges. Ruffles have ridges. Ruffles have ridges. You got to have the supporting cast, mm-hmm. no matter what, even if you are a, a Tiny Toons show, basically, <laughs> on the adventure side. That one, it seems to be pretty limited, at least in the episode that we watched, yep. Love Six Sonic. And Tails, the aforementioned Miles, quote unquote, Tails yep. Prower. I've got to find Sonic and warn him. Breezy told me to give this to you. Look, here comes a snowman. Tails sounds like they lured a baby into the booth with like jingling keys yeah. and then had it do a voice performance. His voice, <laughs> but it sounds really real. Yeah, He's does. supposed to be young. Yeah. But, it, and it's not a bad performance, but it is insanely like, I think they broke some laws. Getting I think this so kid too. <laughs> I think, yeah, they, they, they put the paycheck, like uh, the whole pay scheme yeah, in his dad's name and yeah, shit. Yeah. I, I'm sure he could only work for like five minute periods <laughs> at a time. That's all you're allowed. And that's pretty much all you get as far as an actual supporting cast. Now, in that episode, Robotnik has sent a actually robot lady, yeah. a sexy lady robot uh. animal. <laughs> She's wearing a dress named Breezy. Yeah. She's wearing a dress from the Jessica Rabbit collection. Yes. And uh, sporting a voice from the Jessica Rabbit collection. She yeah. is just a Jessica Rabbit ripoff. She, yeah, she is Jessica Rabbit. I heard you were speedy. I heard you were brave. I didn't know you'd be so handsome. She is sent to get Sonic to be distracted with her womanly charms. Yes. And he falls hard and fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, as anyone would. Yeah. Especially someone with like a a crazy metabolism (laughs) like that. Like he's got to be going a mile a minute. Right. On the other side, though, Saturday mornings, they are chock full of characters. Too many characters. It's too many. It's too. Well, for starters, hedgehogs, squirrels, cats, coyotes, all working together. Yeah. This would be. A bloodbath in, in real life. This would be like the I guess they came together to overcome like this threat. Yeah. And that's great and all. But the second it's over, it's back to the food chain. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm eating you as soon yes. as we're done running. Like this. if you yes. and if you see animals like a pigeon and a cat and I like a snake talking or just hanging out at the park. Something's up. Oh, yeah. And you need to put a stop to it because yeah, they're probably coming running. after us. Wherever you're at, just start running. Yeah. Tell your mayor or somebody, some <laughs> official of some kind. But yeah, they've got uh, they've got Antoine, who is a French coyote. Yeah, just looks like one of those weird like dogs from Disney where you don't know what they are. Right. But he's dressed like Napoleon. Uh-huh. It was not my fault. <sighs> what is taking them from so long? 
And you've got Princess Sally Acorn, the yep. squirrel. Sonic, I'm sure that message was from my father. You're wrong. I'm right, as usual. They've got some top-tier talent here, and the characters aren't badly played. It just seems like it's stuffed full of characters <laughs> and a French accent, yeah. which it seems like these are not characters from the game. Right. These are just shit that they just threw at the wall. Antoine, Antoine, <laughs> Antoine. Antoine. Uh, man, you know what? They probably saw Tiny Toons and said, hey, you've got the you know, Pepe Le Pew or whatever. Uh-huh. We're, we'll have our own. Have it, throw this jacket on him and kick him out <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. Well, okay. We're coming back to the same problem. This this won't be the last time, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. But DuckTales, we had an issue with the way, and, and Tiny Toons. Yeah. Clothing and animals. When, why, yeah, how, and what. We've got, uh, there's a cat that they're hanging out with that's wearing nothing. Completely nude. Nude. Okay. Yep. Then you've also got on the far end of the spectrum, Antoine, uh-huh. the, the French coyote, who's dressed like Napoleon, yes. minus the hat. But yep. he, he's made, I don't think he has any medals, but you know, he's a lower officer. He's, he's trying to get there. Yes. He's getting fancy. He's, yep. he's basically in full clothing. Uh-huh. Then you have Sally. Who is a squirrel who's only wearing boots? Yeah, and like there's a few characters, Sonic included, that are just shoes, mm-hmm. just shoes only. Like they're at a nude beach and they don't want to get their feet cut up by jellyfish or whatever. Yeah, like it's just like they can't sell anything. And I guess if you have a built-in onesie like a, a mammal would, right? Maybe that's just there for your society. And they're like, well, I mean, I'm already wearing clothes, uh-huh. but I I feel like it, it it's it's a strange sight to see a clothed animal next to. An unclothed animal. Yeah. Like, it feels like one of them is wrong. Correct. I don't know which one. <laughs> Keep but it consistent. Yeah. One of them is incorrect. Yeah. One is off. <laughs> and finally, if you're going to have a, a show for kids, you got to have some humor. Mm-hmm. You have some things to repeat yeah. as well. Like, we <laughs> love to just see shit again. Watch reruns. Let's mm-hmm. make the same joke over and over again. I know I have. Yeah. For near on 100 <laughs> episodes now. <laughs> But you have recurring bits in both of these. In Sonic the Hedgehog, Saturday morning, Sonic has a catchphrase. Juice time. Got a juice. Got a juice. Time to juice. Mm-hmm. This particular wording seems unfortunate. Uh, this was before Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, but for a very <laughs> fast man or hedgehog man to be saying, you got a juice. <laughs> it's time to juice over and over again. I mean, maybe this is how he stayed on top for all these many years. Right, I don't yeah, know, but yeah. it's 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 like maybe he contributed to the epidemic, the enhancement epidemic that we have. Another backstory. Thanks for yeah, there. You go. Added on. He's there. he's a dangerous character. He's a dangerous <laughs> man. Uh, it's it's a weird. Like it just sounds like a a manufactured catchphrase that I will say he's a corny enough guy. Yeah. Like the wrong kind of edgy funny the wrong corny the oh yeah the wrong corny yeah. not your uncle mario corny <laughs> but your cousin corny like i trust said your sad corny. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trust, trust the uncle it seems like he would say these dumb things and think that they're cool yeah <laughs> like when we're done if i just said like all right man got a juice you would you would have questions <laughs> yeah. like this is not <laughs> not a way to sign off <laughs> on the adventure side if you were going to be edgy and cool and hip in the 90s as a cartoon character, you have to have a favorite fast food. Mm-hmm. TMNT had pizza. I yeah. think Street Sharks, they had burgers, mm-hmm. at least in the one episode we watched. Yeah. So, like, you have to have a favorite. So, all, all the cool items are already out, I guess. So, Probably, yeah. So, Sonic went with... Chili dogs. Chili dogs, What's yeah. cool? It's mean, rad. We it's... can't just be a hot dog. Right, yeah. Gotta add chili to it. Yeah. This... I know he burns a lot of calories. Yeah. Like, he's running around all the time. Uh-huh. And, you know, the character The Flash from DC Comics, he has a heightened metabolism. Mm-hmm. So he has to eat a lot of calories to replenish all the running around he's doing. 
fine. I don't think that a chili dog is going to give you the right. Well, <laughs> probably not. I mean, there's some protein in there. Yeah. My issue is the speed at which it will go through the system. <laughs> Because it's, I mean, chili dogs are already kind of go through your system pretty fast. You're right. And when you put it into a speedster, like, he's just going to immediately go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. He, he, he's going to head out right after eating those chili dogs. I hope he is not eating them consistently. I hope he just has, like, a fetish for them and just likes them. <laughs> he collects fetish. them. Yeah, because otherwise, like, Sonic is, is, is rocket-powered yeah. in the wrongest way. On today's episode... On today's episode is the segment in which we here at Days Past Tooncast take a look at the morality on display yeah. in these cartoons of yesteryear. And man, they lean heavily into it. Yes, they do. And, and that's true of Sonic as well, <laughs> at least on the adventure side. Uh, they had a segment called Sonic Says, S-E-Z. And that was the reason, the particular one that they talked about in the episode we watched Love Sick Sonic was the reason I chose that episode because mm-hmm. it said that it covers sexual harassment. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was going to be f- funny. I thought it meant like, don't talk to people mm. wrong and, you know, don't don't do this in the workplace, which yeah. I thought would be pretty funny to be telling kids from a blue hedgehog. Mm-hmm. And it turned out it wasn't funny because it was <laughs> about sexual abuse and it was just very succinct and well put. So do you, do, you f- do you feel better now, Will? Do I do feel, feel better. better. I, I know sl- sexual harassment is not a joke. The joke is that they would be addressing that on a children's <laughs> show in this way. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I can say that when Adventures of Sonic was aired in the UK, they did not air the Sonic Says segments oh, at the beginning of these, nice. at the end of the episodes. I, you hand them a steaming hot plate of freshly made morals and they say, no, thank you. I don't think so. No, no. Uh, Travis, did you learn any morals on today's episode? Yeah, so new new tune, Will, new moral. New me. Teamwork makes the dream work, Will. There's no I in team, and groups are the poops. I made that last one up, but I'll I'll go with it. Um, (laughs) You you will get further along in life uh, with help. Uh, It's too hard alone, Will. Uh, treat your uh, treat your friends good. Wait, are these all bumper stickers? No, no, no. I'm reading a sentence now. I'm reading my sentence. The first ones were just slogans, sayings. Please continue. Okay. Uh, well, well, you'll get further along in life uh, with help. It's it's too hard alone. Treat your friends good because you never know when you're going to need them. So transactional friendship. Mm-hmm. I need you around so I'll be nice to you. Yes. I think that's very important. Importante. Importante. Will? Yes. Moral time for you, bud. All right. Well, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. In that one, he was chasing after the lady. Yeah. And he really, I mean, Sonic, like I said, he falls hard and fast for her <laughs> to the point that he writes her a poem in the day that he met her. And he's also like running literally all over the world, just running errands. Yeah. Even if she wasn't actually an enemy agent. This is this is a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, him being such a gentleman and a sweet guy is what saves the day. But I think if you are trying to win over a lady and you're just trying to have a healthy relationship, you need to be a little less Steve Urkel and a little more Stefan Urkel. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this this wonderful trip back into the world of tunage. Yeah. Maximum tunage. Yeah. It is maximum. We fit two of them in there. It is, and it's rad, too. It's, it's chili cheese eaten fast. 
coolness. I feel like I'm at a food court right now. Mm-hmm. And I can just smell the chili. From, <laughs> you know, the, I can smell the dried chili around the 7-Eleven chili dispenser oh, by the hot dogs. Ugh, it. Crumble yeah. it up and mm. yeah, yeah. Please, whether you're listening to us for the first time or you're just a, an old hand at this tunage by now, go on to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, and leave us a written review. All of these things help out the show. Yes, they do. Listen, uh, Twitter and Instagram, check us out at DP Tunecast. We also got a little thing on the YouTube, Will. It's a little thing on the YouTube. It's a, it's a video, isn't it, Will? <laughs> it sounds like you're accusing me of something. <laughs> isn't that right? <laughs> That is right, Travis. Yeah. Uh, we have a music video up there. It's been there for a while now. X-Men Attack is a parody mashup of Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back and the 1992 X-Men animated series theme. You can find that by searching for Days Past Tooncasts on YouTube, or you can just follow the link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Come back next week, folks. We have more new raw tunage mm. coming your way. And I believe, if I'm thinking right, it's yeah. going to be a biggie. A big hit. It is. So until then, tutor my duder. Tutor my duder. Oh, yeah, Mortal Time. What am I doing? Yeah, dude. Fucking Jesus Christ, Christ bro. Is this your first fucking... You're a piss face! You piss!